0: Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay. So welcome um back to the podcast. So this is our first episode, actually. Yay. So just welcome. Um and today I have my dearest friend and um sister at this point. We're blood. Yeah, at this point. Um Rebecca Elijah. She's the CEO of Hilda Entertainers, and she's also R&B singer and artist. So, hey,
1: how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having
0: me. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited that you're doing this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting here right now because I'm just like, Because it's the first episode, I was like, Rebecca, I'm going to be so nervous. Like, I don't know. Like, Who want to hear us talk for real? Because honestly, I was just thinking, I'm like, no, like who going to hear me talk? But when it's with Rebecca, there's something about like how easy it is to just continue to have conversation. You know, I have a blushing problem. Woo! So I'm just so glad you're my first
1: guest, man. Um, and I'm excited for this conversation. I'm excited to be your first guest, and to be honest... After all the FaceTime conversations that we've stayed up to like, yeah. 5 in the morning, we got something to say.
0: Yeah. Um, so,
1: I'm excited for this as well.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, to start off with, um, I would love for you to, like, intro yourself. Okay. Um, anything that you want the viewers to know. Okay.
1: Well, like she said, I am a CEO of a company called Healed Entertainers, and I created it for athletes, influencers, Um, entertainers in the beginning or in the middle of their career. And I'm really big on mental health and I'm big on making people, making sure people know that they can do what they are called to yeah. do, you know? And I use a Christian perspective because I feel like God, with with God, all things are possible. Amen. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Okay, per. So <laughs> um, that's what I do. I also sing. So I like to do an R&B Christian type. He's being modest. You can sing. Was, you she better stop. Sing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm currently doing right now. I'm also getting my master's in clinical psychology because we trying to further help everyone with a mental health. Yes, You feel me. Yes, and like that. That's also like segueing us into
0: our first like little section. I bet, bet, bet. Um. There's a lot of church hurt. Yeah. There's a lot of church hurt in yeah. our community, in the black community, in the community in general. Yeah. And that's definitely something that for me, I we got to talk
1: about. Yeah. We
0: got to talk about. And um, Becky is so um, unique because she, her parents are pastors. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And I like, every single time I like see a pastor's um, child immediately, I'm mm-hmm. just like, thinking about the amount of pressure yeah. or like just like the image that you have to have yeah. sometimes when it comes to being in the public sp- space, mm-hmm. how your home dynamic is. But your story is so beautiful because you've actually, girl, you've been blessed with a lot, like your parents, (laughs) a lot of love in your life Yeah, where you've seen the hate, but you've also like been able to stay strong with like the amount of love that you have within your um, own like community foundation. Yeah. So talk about that. Like how is it just like growing up in the church for you?
1: Man, for sure. Woo. Where do I start? Where do I start? Number one. I feel like before, um, because my parents started a ministry back in 20, I want to say it was like 2010, they started their own church. Yeah. Uh, But prior to that, we've always been in the church. Like we grew up with the gift of prophecy. Uh, So it's just been a thing where God has always been, we've been, that's my day one, you know? So Growing up, it was really interesting because I just knew about the closeness with God uh, before really stepping or understanding what uh, religious looks like yeah. within a church. Uh, it was always just, oh, God, I love you so much. Oh, this is your home? I'm going show up because your home is my home. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize how much protocol and how much... Um, how many rules came with it in the eyes of people, in the eyes of society, not necessarily with God. So we would show up. Seven, eight years old, me and my sisters, we used to be up there. They'd call us up to pray for people. We're like seven years old, like laying hands on people like, God is telling me to tell you? Uh, but it was so normal for us because we yeah. thought everyone could kind of communicate on that level. It wasn't until I grew up a little bit older, maybe like starting 11, 12, uh, that it was more so, don't listen to this music. Don't go mm-hmm. here. Don't do this. Why are you wearing that? Mm-hmm. Where do you think you're going? Oh, God, don't like that. What? There were so many people telling me what God approved of and what he didn't approve of that I almost got lost in, God, am I hearing you correctly? Yeah. Do you actually love me? Do yeah. you care for me? Um. So I feel like a lot of the hurt I experienced, it never came from my parents. My parents never condemned me. My parents... I love the fact that my parents always allowed us the space to cultivate intimacy with God mm-hmm. and to develop our own relationship with him. Um, and they they honored that, you know. Um, it wasn't until like, you know, you step into the church space and other people are trying to tell you how to raise your children. Yeah. And um, especially growing up, <laughs> Naija community, uh, <laughs> you look at it in a way where it's like, it takes a village to raise a child. So you grow up with this mindset that every adult that speaks to you is also correct. Listen yeah. to what they say. So what do you do when everyone within the church that's older than you is telling you something completely different and is making you feel ashamed of who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what's so crazy? I think there's like there's
0: um, protection in youth mm-hmm. in the sense of like you even mentioning that. It wasn't until you got to a certain age where it was yeah. like, okay, what's going on? What are you doing? Yeah, Like, that's a blessed experience because yeah. I also know people who as a child, it's, you, you know, where it's like, you need to be seen, not heard. Yeah. Like you need to like be put in your place early on. Mm-hmm. So like we can restrict how you develop yeah. and like kind of put limits on you. So you become this version of who we, we want you to mm-hmm. become. So you experience so much freedom. Yeah. And it's like it's so telling to who you Man. are, honestly. Because there, there are times when, like, I look at you and I'm like, "Wow, Becky, like, <laughs> you're really just a very like free spirit." Mm-hmm. But it comes from a place of not fitting into the box that the yeah. church tries to put you in, exactly. Because me personally, child, I don't like you. You talking about the Nigerian community? Like, <laughs> like, there are so many. Um, there are so many like rules. Mm-hmm. There are so many rules that we have to follow Mm -hmm. in church, in in the community that it's to me, I'm just like. Yeah. Why?
1: Yeah.
0: And like, I think when you start growing up and you start questioning those things, that's when it starts to make sense with like, okay, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was this coming from a place of like, Mm -hmm. you actually trying to do what was best Mm -hmm. and protect me? Yeah. Or was this coming from a place of fear, Mm -hmm. of insecurity that Mm -hmm. you're now putting on me? Yeah. Because you couldn't really live out or do the things that like you wanted to do when you were younger.
1: I agree with that. I feel like a lot of people... And they, it's not that they mean to do it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have experienced hurt within the church themselves that they put their own condemnations on other people in terms of how they were condemned. They're That's now the word. putting it back on other people. That's the word. But they're saying, oh, I'm convicting you. Yeah. So they're making and on top of that, everyone's call is so different and so unique. So you can have a personal conviction And it identifies to who you are, how you were raised, um, how the Lord groomed you. But just because that's your conviction, you should not make that another person's condemnation, especially if it's not aligned with who God has called them to be. Mm. So I think one thing that um, my parents did very well, even as, as parents and even as pastors, is they really... They really talked about the love of God mm-hmm. and also the power of the fact that Jesus Christ literally died on the cross for us so that the laws of sin and death were literally removed. Yeah. So there's a lot of people still living by the ways of the law instead of coming under the grace and under the love of God. Um, and sometimes it's more so projection as to where they were hurt, if that makes sense. So can we some, drop a mic? Yeah. Let me just like <laughs> wait. <laughs>
0: yeah. Girl, it's you're saying sad. a lot. Yeah. You're saying a lot. Because condemnation mm-hmm. condemnation has been confused
1: with conviction. conviction. Yes.
0: Like in the entire church, mm-hmm. and I'm like, at what level are we going to be? Like, okay, literally what you said, yeah. Just because you are being convicted for that, mm-hmm. that doesn't always apply to me. Yeah. God speaks to me, and my own like I, my own purpose mm-hmm. is different from yours. Yeah. So what may
1: hit me and what may work for me mm-hmm. may not work for you, and vice versa. And you got to be careful because you could be leading people astray out of the path that God has called them to because you. You kind of condemned or you 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 shame someone out of the path that God has destined for them. Yeah, it could be music. It could be, uh, you know, everyone. And it's really interesting because the other day God was telling me that in order for the presence of God to be omnipresent, his word has to be omnipresent. How can his word be omnipresent when you're trying to limit people to one word, one idea, one um, language that is spoken? We live in a world with many languages. So how we dress, what we watch, um, what we listen to, what we create is a language in itself. Mm -hmm. So how can we break the language barrier if you want everyone to speak just one language?
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I think being in the entertainment industry, it it becomes, like— it becomes like a barrier sometimes, yeah. Because everyone in the entertainment industry and their walk with God looks so so
1: different. different. It looks so different, man. And
0: I'm um I grew up in uh Metro Atlanta area, mm-hmm. so like you know the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. uh, very very church it's heavy. Thick. It, it's <laughs> thick. Um, and for me, just growing up in that area, mm-hmm. it was like everything, every version of a Christian looked the same, mm. and if you. If you moved out of that box, mm-hmm. it was like, what do you, who do you think you, what, mm-hmm. like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Like, there there was a huge, like, side-eye, bombastic oh, wow. side-eye. <laughs> side 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 <laughs> if you literally did something that was, like, out of the rules that they placed on you. Mm-hmm. And then th- that was a whole other thing because when I then moved here and I saw that, like, you are freaking... <laughs> twerking in the corner you know (laughs) listening to music just
1: like vibing being yourself and Mm -hmm. it's just like wait i can dance (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny especially like it's funny i think it's always it all boils back to the intent Yeah, what is your intent behind what you do yeah because that will speak beyond what you're actually doing you know what i'm saying because growing up my mom would be like okay this is how you're gonna dance it's like, what are you doing? Dance. And you'd be <laughs> it's like training 101. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Growing up in Nigeria, you need to learn how to shake your waist. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times people will they will see that and they'll be like, oh, what are you doing? If you go back home to Nigeria, they're dancing up a storm in, in the church. church. In the church. In the church. In fact, you will get kicked out of the church <laughs> if you're not dancing to go give your tithe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So it it really made me realize that it's really all about perception and also. Culture, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's <laughs> how I plug that. In? That's how I, culture. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but it's.
0: I think it's. It's really the freedom. Yeah, the freedom to just like be yourself. Yeah, and oh, like. Yeah. While like listening to God mm-hmm. on your like own like in your own terms, mm-hmm. whether like what that looks like, whether it's reading like the Bible, yeah. like you know, some people they'll they'll be like read your Bible, but yeah. they'll be in the Bible, but when they worship, that's, yeah, God be talking oh my to God. them through worship, yeah, and like they'll read the Bible, and it's like I can't interpret this yeah. until I worship,
1: man, yeah. like. And- <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it because there's such a freedom and lightness, like this airiness in God. Yeah, especially when it comes to worship, when it comes to reading the Word of God, but specifically worship, it's a form of intimacy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're able to be seen and accepted because you're feeling the presence of God so thick in your life. Mm-hmm. So I loved. I used to live there. I ain't even know Like God, I'm staying in your presence. Mm-hmm. So it's not until you step out of the presence of God that you're like, "What's actually? Go-? You could be so." um fearful of continuing on your path and what you had in your secret place with God mm-hmm. because the world isn't living in the presence of God with you mm-hmm. you have to create that presence of God mm-hmm. for you and yourself it's personal your relationship with God is personal.
0: It's personal. Yeah. It's personal. And I and I think that's like, because it's personal, that's why you have to really make the distinction to be like, yes, mm-hmm. I can build community in the church. Yeah. I can go to church. Mm-hmm. I can do all these things. Mm-hmm. But who I am in God mm-hmm. is between me and, me and him. him. How I dress, how I look, mm-hmm. that's between me and him. Mm-hmm. And it really does take a level of like boldness. Yeah. To really stand in that, and it's, and I can also see why, like a lot of people are just like, well, you know, these are the rules, Mm -hmm. and this is what we need to do, because to be to stand apart, yeah, that's so hard. It's so hard. And literally in the Bible, it was like God, they rejected you. Why would they think? Mm -hmm. Why would you think they wouldn't? Um, sorry, they rejected Mm -hmm. me. Why would they think? Um, you wouldn't be rejected. Rejected. Yes, I'm like trying to think about the verse, but like, yes, and I'm just like. That's so true. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, mm. quote unquote, alone. I don't have mm. friends. Mm. I don't have this. But it's like, um, you're not just you're not in the right community. Mm. Like you need to step away from that mm. and find the people that are for you because mm. the people that are for you are only yeah. going to accelerate yeah. where God is taking you. They're not going to condemn you, man. And the conviction on your life and the conviction that like you feel and you hear from God mm-hmm. doesn't look. Like it's dark yeah. and it's full of fear. And yeah. that's something that I had to like remember for myself. Yeah. Cause like I still kind of border between the line of mm-hmm. am I being condemned or is yeah. God trying to convict, convict yeah. me? Cause I have so much like self esteem sometimes mm-hmm. when it comes to like how I should act.
1: Yeah. As a Christian. Yeah. And you. now I'm
0: just like, you know what?
1: Yeah. There are no rules to this. Yeah. That's why. Just- no, sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, I was mm-hmm. agreeing, I'm agreeing with you because I was like, that's why with everything that I do, I'm like, let me bring God into the consultation room. Yeah. Because to to move without God is to move in the wrong direction. Because if God isn't in it, then where are you going? Why are you going there? You know? So, like, even with what you're saying, it took me a while. If we're going back to church, hurt. there was a time where God was like, you need to forgive the church mm. and you need to forgive how it made you feel. And I was like, God, like, you know, I love you. He said, yeah, I love you, but you also have to love what I created. Yeah, The purpose of the church. So it, God was saying that sometimes he, it's like kind of how, uh, when they say like no prophet is like um, accepted in their own home yes. and then they go outwards. Yes. And like, we are all our own prophets in the sense where God, we all speak to god yeah. god speaks to us that's why jesus so lied. it's like right. sometimes hello so that we can have <laughs> access on. i mean hello yeah. <laughs> free um so when he's speaking to us it's it's so that we can help change culture mm. so that we can help bring people back to that space of love you know what i'm saying so i feel like i had to i didn't realize i was like oh snap just because I was hurt by this doesn't mean that God is calling me to run away from it. Yeah. He's calling me to a place of of healing. Yeah. But sometimes you have to step away from all the l- religious words in order to hear what God is saying yeah. for you, you know? And you ever have that freedom when you step into a space and you just automatically feel the presence of God? And you're like, well, because you still, everyone still needs a community. Yes. So I feel like that's why I even started... Um, even Bible studies this year with Healed Entertainers. We had one last night, y'all. Yo. Yo. It's the way I cried three times. Every, man, I was I trying not to cry. three times.
0: <laughs> and I was like, you know, my makeup spent like... I spent like two hours on this. And in one minute, it was over. <laughs> oh that was wild. Man. But I think when you actually encounter God, yeah. there's no way. It's just like... Yeah. You, you have to... It breaks you down. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And, okay... Okay, <laughs> so I know that we talked about, you know, ev- like ha- how your experience yeah. with um, the church has been. Yeah. So now, as as a young woman, mm-hmm. what does it look like for yourself mm-hmm. to um, kind of just like build your own confidence mm-hmm. in what you're doing to know that like, hey, God is in this. Oh. How do you know God is in this wow. when everyone else is telling you, You
1: look crazy. That's a powerful question. Dang, you ate that up. Um, Let's think about it. I think God always pulls me back into the word of God. So reading my Bible and also sitting with God, worshiping, having my spirit filled up, it helps me to identify if I'm walking in the right path. Because when God's going to do something radical, it's going to look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like Noah. Noah was over here building an ark. (laughs) For years. Years. <laughs> when that rain come in. Everyone look at him like, he crazy. People passing away. He's still building. He's still building. It. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, to that regard, it's like there's an innate knowing within you that can't be moved. Yeah. You know? So, But the only way you can get to there is to develop your relationship with God. So at times where I'm like, God, I'm not really sure if I should be doing this still. um, Because what are people going to say? They're going to say this. And God said, who's God? Mm. Am I God or are they God? Mm. Whose word are you listening to? Yes. And that really hit different because there was so many people. I was like, God, but you know, I know you're... If Anytime you have to say, I know you're telling me to do this, but... Stop there. Mm. Because what's the but? <laughs> I know you're telling me to do this, but this person, these people are going to think this is that, that the third. Uh-uh. Yeah. If God is telling you to do it as scary as it is, look, there's so many things that's happened to me in the past four months alone mm. that scared me. But I still moved in it and I'm seeing the favor that's aligning with the step of faith. Yes. Because there's nowhere that God will ask you to step that he didn't already place steps there. Yes. You know? You know what's so crazy? Okay. Going back to your company, Healed
0: Entertainers. Mm -hmm. You're literally, like, your company's, um, like, please, please correct me. It's like the basis of healing entertainers in Hollywood because of... Just being in this space, it literally forces you to, like, be close to God. Yeah. You have to. You have to. And I think that's, like, sometimes when I I get scared and I'm just like, God, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? What is going on? I literally have to think. I'm just like, you called me here. Yeah. And it's so hard to explain it to people outside of the community. Yeah. Because when, like, I say, yeah, God called me to be an actress (laughs) and God called me to model (laughs) and, like, Mm. it's like no like God called me here he's going to sustain me yeah like as long as like you're you're creating that relationship and staying close to him he's gonna sustain you period because that was definitely something that like even before I took the the jump like four years ago Mm -hmm. to move to LA I was like so um, I'm supposed to like be a Christian, but like, how can I do that and like, mm-hmm. you know, be on TV when everyone says that everyone in Hollywood is on cocaine mm-hmm. and crack and, and <laughs> like they they smoking up and Man. what am like? Why would you call me to that? Man, but it's I. It was it was definitely one of those things. I think it was Jackie Hill Perry that said like, said, like there are people who are called to influence the influence, mm-hmm. and there are people that are called to influence the influ- and sirs. Oh,
1: she she ate that up. Yes,
0: she said that, and I was like, "Wait, mm. the influencers mm. are not back at home. Mm-mm. They're in Hollywood. Yeah, they're on the TV. Mm-hmm. They're like on the magazines. They're mm-hmm. everywhere that you would think mm-hmm. is like being condemned because yeah. oh my gosh, it's so sinful. Yeah, but it's like that's where you that's where you have to go sometimes yeah. because who's gonna change it but God? Yeah, and you literally said last night like." We are the the Word of God. we are the people of God. Mm-hmm. so God is omnipresence because mm-hmm. he we carry him with us. yeah. And when we do that, it's kind of like, by me being in this room with this influencer, entertainer, whatever this is, mm-hmm. I am bringing healing and I am bringing yeah. just like deliverance to everyone that I talk to, everyone I touch, and I can't do that when I'm at, you back can't. at home. And I can't like live in the the fear of like this is such a sinful industry. Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, shoot, like forget all of that. Mm-hmm. You, it's like we're, we're always thinking of other people. Yeah, we're always thinking about what other people. Um are going to think about what we say and do that we allow that fear to stop us yeah. from really jumping man. into the darkest waters man the
1: darkest man. waters but even when it's the darkest of waters because we carry the light of God we are the light of God Ooh. so it don't matter how dark the water is when you light you're going to be beaming and it's funny because it's so you know what's so interesting when it comes to people that God be calling to the forefront you be like, I don't want it no more, God, you yes. can take it away. But I see entertainers as evangelists. Yes. So how can you you need to be in the public eye to reach the masses of the people? You mm-hmm. have to how are you trying to fish and and, and, and fish and call people in? Yeah when um you trying to stay at the desert. Yeah. Where it's safe, where you don't have to tread waters. Yeah. The fish are in the ocean. Yeah. We gotta head there, and it's so crazy because when you
0: even think about some churches that are just like, you need a, you have a gift, mm-hmm. but keep it in the church. Mm-hmm. You have a gift, but mm-hmm. like, you can't go singing R and B. You can't. I'm looking at you like, mm-hmm. um. So we already we already delivered mm-hmm. in the church. Mm-hmm. So you telling me. All the other people outside the church, Mm -hmm. who's who's gonna touch them? Man, who's going to touch them? So who else is gonna do it? Man, like, and I like, I it blows my mind now when I think about Mm -hmm. like how the church sometimes try to tries to contain Mm -hmm. so much talent, so Mm -hmm. much like, and it's not even intentional. I Mm -hmm. think, like you said, people they just get the the lines get blurred sometimes Mm -hmm. when it comes to looking at scripture Mm -hmm. and like looking at conviction. Yeah, because. It's never saying I'm invalidating scripture, yeah. but it's saying God is talking to me through mm-hmm. me with mm-hmm. this Bible. Yeah, some verses you hear this, I hear that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the same, yeah. and sometimes in another season He may switch it up, mm-hmm. and I hear what you heard. Mm-hmm. But like I have to get to that point on yeah. my own
1: journey. When you're the living Word of God you you walk also with the present Word of God, mm-hmm. the word the Bible is omnipresent. that word will it it's it's how can I say it's timeless, yeah, it goes beyond time. It's eternal, yeah, um, and God also releases a fresh word, which is Rama, like into you. Mm. so you gotta move with that, you know, and so one thing that I do love <clears throat> sorry, my throat is thrown. In. one thing that I do love and I'm seeing God do is he's really starting a revival within the church too. Yeah. Because I do see a lot of people uh, opening their arms and opening their embrace to bring more people in. Um, But when you think about how did that movement start, it started with one person stepping out in faith to say, God, you know, the church didn't look like this. I don't know what you're calling me to. I don't know how I'm going to do that because there's been a way of things being done. But when fresh revelation is given to you, you have to know that God is getting ready to change things up. I remember when I was seven, that's when God first told me what I was going to do. He said, Seven. 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 <laughs> I literally, I had a vision. I went to sleep. I, I thought I was out for two days. I said, I gotta go back God, because my parents finna miss me. I was only gone for two minutes. Um, <laughs> but within that two minutes, he, he, he had already showed me. He said, I'm sending you... Uh, to the entertainment industry i'm sending you to the mm. lost entertainers to show them that i love them that i am wi- yes. walking with them that i am present with them so seven i'm saying that eight i'm god is sending me to the entertainment industry nine god is sending me to the entertainment industry it was around like 12 when i started experiencing yeah. stuff that i was like oh <laughs> um god i'm not really sure if you 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 still sending me you know but It just goes to show that with everything that we experience, no matter how painful it is, it's a process that's leading us to where we need to go. So the word doesn't change, but sometimes what it looks like, the circumstances change, if that makes sense. So, but. Circumstances sometimes need to change for you to be aligned with the season that God God is calling yes. you to. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it's like kind of like God moving you out here. Mm-hmm. You was in the midst of of palm trees, living yeah. large in Atlanta. Um depression.
0: <laughs> <laughs> De- depression trying to conform Man. to the things that I knew. Man. That's what God called me out of. Man. Chow.
1: Because God wanted you to stand out. You like yeah. God, you got me looking like a Christmas tree in the midst of palm trees. Yeah. But he was really intentional with that because there was someone that was looking for you. Mm-hmm. There was someone that needed to sit under your tree in order to receive rest. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But it's scary. It's scary.
0: <sighs> you know what's so crazy? Okay, the fact that, first of all, the fact that God called you when you were seven years old, that is yeah. beyond me. Yeah. Beyond I know. me. It's because deep. what was I doing deep at seven? Deep. Um <laughs> Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Go here, prophesying at seven years old. That is wild. But I like God called me to modeling when I was thirteen, and I I don't I don't remember the moment, but like when I was thirteen, I literally was like, "Hey, mommy, and daddy, I want to be a model." Mm -hmm. And I and the I know this clear as day. The reason I said I wanted to be a model was because I kept looking in the media and I couldn't see anyone. Like, wow, I couldn't see anyone that looked like mm-hmm. me, but also, like, lived like me in the sense yeah. of, like, they were happy and yeah. pure yeah. And, and just a nice person. Yeah. Like, there were so many elements of who I was that I was like, Didn't I find. don't see this yet. Yeah. And, like, I keep running away from this calling yeah. and coming back to it and God slapping me in the face yeah. and coming back. Yeah. But, like, each time, it never changes. Yeah. It's like... I still, you still don't see anyone like you. Yeah. So you you have to be here. Yeah. Because you are called to speak to the people that are like you. Yeah. Which are so many people. Yeah. But because there's no one there to talk to them, they're thinking it's impossible. It doesn't impossible. exist. It doesn't I can't exist. do it.
1: I can't. Do and it. they can't walk in their purpose yes. until you walk in yours. Yes. Sometimes you give people permission to pursue yes. what they're called to be. Yes. And it be hitting different sometimes when it's like, man, when it comes to that running, shoot. Every time I try running, God will literally show me a dream of me <laughs> on a treadmill, and I'm in the thinking same I'm, place. in the same place. I'm thinking I'm getting someplace like, woo, <laughs> you, you ain't gonna catch me, God. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just over here just waiting for me to tire out. That's funny. So I can continue doing what I need to do. So I don't know who needs to hear, but don't run from your calling. Yeah,
0: don't run, even don't though run. it looks like. It may be putting you in the ugliest room, yeah, the darkest, the place, lion's den, the lion's den, girl. Like even though it it looks just like God, are you are you sure you said that? Like, yeah. And it's it's always like I think like once you actually take the step to be like okay, what does this look mm-hmm. like? Immediately you see light. Yeah. And it's like wait, literally like how you moved. Um, well. <laughs> oh, oh, well, how you came to LA yes. <laughs> and like in LA you were like, yeah, there's no one like I know. And then yeah. you meet Melissa. Yeah. And you meet all of our friends Man. who are like living like you. Oh who are God. like you. But like it's like I came over here yeah. thinking everyone was gonna be like Smoke oh, crack and cocaine, man. Like, like in like in the club, doing like I was like I don't like I'm a little church girl. I don't really know what I'm doing, man. But Like I came over here and I met my people immediately, man. And I I'm like I love and I literally say I love L. A. right now yeah. because I don't think I've ever seen a community like the one I found here, man, Jessica. And it's because. These are people who are boldly walking towards their purpose God. while loving
1: God. God. It's so beautiful. And I, okay, because I kid you not, if you asked me if I was gonna be out here like seven months ago, I'd be like, find somebody else to do it. Cause I was so tired of what I was seeing on media, yeah. what I had I had experienced. And then it wasn't until the beginning of this year, I was like, wait, <laughs> y'all, y'all, and you love God. Like, you know how you look at people and you see God in them. And it was so beautiful because I felt like I saw a version of myself that I couldn't see. So I didn't realize that being, allowing, giving yourself permission to be the fullness of who you are and who God has called you to be is the same as allowing people to be permission to be themselves. Because I found... Permission in how you live your life. Permission in how other people, our close friends, live their life in the sense where, my God, you called them to be both. You called them to to bring the two into you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful. And I felt so ignited because I was like and I also felt a little bit of dang what took me so long Yes, because I didn't want to move or step out in faith because I was like I don't want to be alone but this year God was like I need you to be vulnerable with me be vulnerable with what you feel be vulnerable with what I'm sending you with what I'm trying to do bring me into how you feel so I went on a car ride I was like God you know I'm feeling like I can't do it by myself. One of my biggest prayers were community. And when I met you, it's the way I was like, we're talking about like what was on our New Year's like list as to what we prayed about. It was both community. And we both said community. <laughs> but it was so beautiful because I never met someone until like, it started with our, our good friend Melissa. <laughs> Shout out. We love you. <laughs> it, it, it's so interesting when you meet people and you see how on fire they are for God? Yeah. And you see how many people's lives they're changing just by them doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so beautiful to to see yourself. Yes. When you look at people yes. because you're not they're not seeing we're seeing a version of God. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's almost like I'm seeing God within me as someone is pursuing their passions and also giving the glory to God. Yes. You know what's so
0: crazy? I used to well, it's not crazy, but when I was a little girl, like I used to cry. Mm. I used to cry at least like once a week. I I would never forget. Mm-hmm. I've been crying since I was born, child. <laughs> I came out of the womb crying. <laughs> but I used to cry so much because I was like, God, like there's no one like me. Mm. There's no one like me. Why do I feel so different? Mm. Why Why do I feel so out of place? What am Why Why am I here? Yeah. Like and. Meeting people like you, Mm. who it's just like you gave, like you said, you gave me the permission to be myself. And I was able to let go of all the things I thought I was supposed to do, Mm. like through all of the different relationships I've Mm. had. Once I actually saw people that gave me permission to be myself, gave me permission to like live out loud and be bold and, Mm. and be free. Then it was like, wait, they are like me. Yeah, And it was really just like freedom. Yeah. In yourself, yeah, that I was looking for. Yeah. And everyone around me was like so rigid. Yeah. And so like in a box that I was like, I'm screaming, help me, yeah. help me be myself. Girl. But like I can't do that yeah. in the environment that I was at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I think even girl, how we look, like that was mm-hmm. that was a whole other thing. Yeah. We're like, we're both tall, <laughs> black women thick I've, like I wish I was skinny I have always been like a just like a big boned like girl so yeah. to me I'm just like okay Mm-hmm. <sighs> Y'all need to hurry up <laughs> and create a Barbie that look like me because what is going on? Why am I weird? Like you am I know the drama? Was, am I the like am I the drama? It was giving that vibe mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so intentional because it's when you start yeah. just walking in purpose, yeah. walking in like freedom, and just like being like, okay, this is what I was taught. Mm-hmm. This is what I was told.
1: Mm-hmm. This is what I saw. Mm-hmm. F all that, mm-hmm. put it all aside, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be myself. Yeah, and you find it's funny how when you're walking in purpose, you find, you find God, yeah, along the way and within different spaces, different rooms. Yeah, um, and it's like puzzle pieces that add to your purpose and like getting the full image. Does that make sense? And I think what was so beautiful about what you just said is that. It, it taught me how to trust God more.
0: Mm. As
1: I stepped, the trust kept coming. Yes. So first you have to take the leap of faith and trust that he into will the show Man. Into, into the that, ocean. Into the ocean with like piranhas. Peter, when he said, <laughs> Peter, go on and walk out into this water. It's like. And he started walking. <laughs> it's just when he realized the situation, the weight of what he could do. Yeah. It scared him into almost. Falling. yes and god caught him and said what, what why did jesus it was like why did you oh you a little fake why did yes. you stop yes you know um so i think what is so beautiful about the community is that god is very intentional of bringing his presence into more spaces yes. and when God said we are the church, we literally are, are the, the church. church. <laughs> so we we wherever we go, it is church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to do the same yeah. <laughs> thing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, I've been holding back so many tears. Um we'll probably cry <laughs> off camera, but okay. this was such a good conversation. It really was. Cuz like it's a like I told you on the phone yesterday, yeah. there's a sense of healing you experience when you just release. Yeah. And you can just talk through everything you went through, yeah. all the emotions, all of those things.
1: I agree. So
0: I'm just so excited. I'm me so too.
1: excited.
0: And I just want to thank you again.
1: Thank you for having me, for coming on. Girl, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is you stepping out in faith. This is. This is you stepping out in child. your purpose. And I think the last thing I'll say, is that for anyone who's ever experienced church hurt, who's ever experienced mm. pain, Yes, forgive and trust that God was intentional. Even in what you experience, don't let that make you bitter, yeah. but let yourself receive healing so that God can use you to also reform and change people around you to know that the love of God is what supersedes every uh religious uh, encounter. Yes. You know, and within that, you will find accountability within people and you can trust their word of what they're giving to you as advice because you know that they were sent by God. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. See, that's why I brought her on because
0: she be saying things and then I'm like, (laughs) girl, where did you get that from? A book? The Bible? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, What? Okay, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, beautiful. (laughs) My Otsay. (laughs) say.